You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, St. John, in the first reading, asked this very pertinent question, who can overcome the world? The world, in this context of today's reading, has a negative notion. The world in St. John can be understood in both ways. Positively, the world refers to God's creation. Like in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave up his only Son for the salvation of us all. But in this context, the world refers to all that is worldly, to all the sins that cause us to suffer, the loss of our identity, and most of all, eternal life. The world refers to all the seven capital sins of greed, gluttony, lust, anger, and so on. So, my dear brothers and sisters, how then can we overcome the sinful temptations that we have in this world? In today's first reading, and in the Gospel particularly, we are told that Jesus is the one who can deliver us from our sins. St. John says, only the man who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, only then we can overcome the world. In today's gospel, where we have the healing of the leper, the leper came to the Lord Jesus and he said, if you want to, you can cure me. We know very well that being a leper in those days, leprosy was the deadliest disease that anyone can be infected with because it was not just physically that the person is destroyed, but emotionally and spiritually as well. A person who has leprosy is cut off from his community, from his family, and he is left in the wilderness where he slowly and gradually will be wrought to death. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, leprosy in those days, most of the time, have no cure. And so this man was desperate. He came to Jesus, although, strictly speaking, they were not allowed to come near to those who were healthy. But he was desperate, and he came to Jesus, and Jesus, we are told, he touched him, and he was cured. After he was cured, Jesus told him to go to the priest as evidence for them after he has made his offering. 
Leprosy, of course, for us, is a symbol of our sins. Because when we sin, we too are cut off from the community and cut off from God. It is sin that brings about division in our life, in our families, in society. And it is because, primarily, we have been cut off from God and therefore unable to love, to forgive, and to gift. And therefore, when we speak of leprosy, we ask ourselves, who can heal us? Who can deliver us? And it is very clear that because leprosy is not just a physical illness, but a spiritual illness. That is why in today's gospel, after healing the man, he was to present himself to the priest. Because in those days, physical illness and sin, they were interconnected. And when the priest certified that the man was healed, was not just physical illness, but he was reconciled with God. Because sin is something that is intangible. Only the priest can reconcile that man with the community and with God. And today, this same uh, possibility is given to us, provided we believe that Jesus is truly, as St. John said, the Son of God. But how do we know for certain that Jesus is the Son of God? In St. John's Gospel, we have John the Baptist who provided human testimony of Jesus. When he saw Jesus, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He will be the one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. But John's testimony is merely a human testimony. And that is why St. John himself said, We accept the testimony of human weakness, but God's testimony is much greater. And how does God testify to his son? Through water, blood, and the spirit. That is what St. John says. Jesus Christ who came by water and blood, not with water only, but with the spirit as another witness. What do we mean by this? It simply means that the way in which we can overcome our sinfulness and to receive the eternal life that God is sharing with us, it is through the sacrament of baptism and through the sacrament of the Eucharist. When our sins are forgiven, when we are fed with the divine life of God and so truly be molded into the sonship of Christ. And this is, of course, a very important reminder that it is the way in which Christ is mediated to us. It is the way in which we put on Christ. And so today, the first reading invites us to understand deeply the symbols of water, spirit, and blood. If the sacrament of the Eucharist 
and the sacrament of baptism, they are valid sacraments. That is to say, they're efficacious in transforming our lives. It is simply because it is the work of the Spirit. Without the Spirit, the baptism and the Eucharist would not be able to bring about real change in us. So water, we know in the gospel, is a symbol of the Holy Spirit and a symbol of cleansing, a symbol of new life. It was when Jesus, when he was baptized at the River Jordan, the Father testified to his Son, this is my beloved Son, listen to him. And Jesus' identification with us in our humanity at his baptism will help us to understand that truly he is the one who carries our sins for us. And Jesus, in baptizing himself, allowing himself to be baptized, therefore initiate the Christian sacrament of baptism. Because this will be the means by which followers after him will be able to share in that new life. The Holy Spirit is always presented in terms of water, because water is cleansing. Just as Jesus changed water into wine, so water too can change us into new creatures of God. And water is the means by which the Holy Spirit is transmitted to us. For in John chapter 7, Jesus said, The one who believes in him, Come to me, all those of you who are thirsting for the living water. He who believes in me and drink will have eternal life. And we are told the Spirit then would be given upon his death and resurrection. And that is why here we have another weakness that is the passion. Without the death of Jesus, we would not have been saved. Because it is the death of Jesus that overcomes our fear of death. As all sins at the end of the day springs from the fear of death. It is because we fear death. That's why we try to preserve ourselves. We try to protect ourselves. And we become jealous, insecure of others. A man who has no fear of death will be able to give himself generously, freely, unconditionally for the service of others. Those of us who fear death, we will never be able to give much of ourselves for others because we are thinking of ourselves all the time. And so Jesus' death is the way to salvation. And St. John himself, he witnessed the death of Jesus. Remember, on the cross, Jesus was pierced with a lance. And then we are told, blood and water flow. Blood and water means the sacrament of baptism and the sacrament of Eucharist that make us church, members of the body of Christ. And again, it was Jesus who, uh, at his death, we are told just before he died, he says, into your hands I commend my spirit. And he poured out his spirit, and we are told the mission was accomplished. So the spirit is what actually will help us to find new life. And how is this spirit given to us? 
through baptism, every time when we celebrate the Eucharist, when we receive the Eucharist, this is where the Spirit of Jesus is given to us so that we can walk the new life of love, of truth. And this is where salvation, therefore, is to be found in Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.